0: Welcome to the Invisible World Show. Today we have a, a special guest again. It's always great to talk about sports, and I've been talking a lot about football in the last, the last shows and then the conversation I have with my friend, who is again with me, Team Chase, but about football. And today you have a special one. You know, he's, I, I'm not going to talk too much about uh, what he has won because it's a great thing. It's a great thing. He's a, it's a long list you can read on the internet. But um, first of all, I want to thank him. Sir Mo Farah. Mo Farah. You know? Let me call him Mo Farah. For <laughs> me, he's very formal. He yeah. was he's not, not uh, used to it. But yeah. thank you very much, Mo, to join us in this uh, podcast show. It's, feel free. You now. I want you to, to enjoy it. it's a nice conversation. I know you have done a great effort today traveling. Thank you very much. We really appreciate that.
1: No problem. I'm, I'm always here and it's just nice to be part of it. I guess um, uh, also a massive fan of you, really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, that's great.
2: Yeah. I think that's he was really talking concerned. to you, not me, Gilberto. <laughs> 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 and the other side
0: now of the conversation with me and Mo, my usual friend, on Chim Chase on True Challenge. Great to have you back, my friend. Thank you once again. And you now we have a very interesting uh, chat today you know, with Mo because um, uh, talking to him and uh, I, I was uh, make some research about his, uh, his story, about sports and about something about uh, his childhood. He's very impressed, you know, what, uh, you know his, um, what he has done over the years, amazing. Thanks for joining again. No worries, mate. <laughs> um, Jim, um one interesting thing about uh, all the things he, he has done. I found, we found out. He's a, a massive Arsenal fan. Yes. How did it come about, my friend? <laughs>
1: I blame you. <laughs> um, and a lot of other Arsenal players. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, uh, how do, uh, I, I can talk about how I got into it. My dad was a massive United fan and he uh, always watched around the house. And for me, I was, never was, as, as, a, as a youngster, coming through. You know your players and you know your team and you, you, you fall in love with it because the way you play, the way they are. And, and I guess we'll have someone we look up to. And for me, it was Arsenal all the way. Um, like of yourself, Thierry Henry, uh, Adams, Dixon. Do you know the depth? Over Mars, there's, there's so many great players. And um, as a youngster, for me, it was just like, that's my team. I like that style, the way they play, the way they carry themselves. It was all about that. And I, and I, I think that's what really did it for me. And uh, at the time, I don't think we were winning as much. But it's just falling in love with that.
0: So, were you
2: a fan before Arsene Wenger joined? Yes. Yeah. So, would you remember your first, what's your first memory of Arsenal?
1: My first, I just remember wearing obviously the red and hybrid being a a famous grand, quite a small grand. And Arsenal were just, Arsenal, Mm. you know, it wasn't the team that, you know, you knew you're going to win 3-1, 3-2. Arsenal were just, you know, a good Mm 1-0, 1-1 and and come through. So that's what I remember. And then over time, you know, as we develop key players, we start to become more, you know, that invisible, you know, that that's what stands out mostly, if, if more than my early days, if that makes sense. Yeah. Night was it, 2003, 2004.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, so did that you had to go to Highbury? This was one. a great break. I
1: did, yeah, I went a few times to Highbury, and I was there for, I think, the last year of it when he was getting demolished, and in the Champions League, we were playing Ajax, and we lost, that was like, that was the last memories.
2: That's nice. positive memory hybrid. then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's gone up, so it's all right. We've got the Emirates. Nice.
2: Have you been there to the Emirates? Yeah, but
1: yeah, we've got a season ticket. Um, have you? Um, I've got, nice. Yeah, I've got, I've got four beautiful kids and, and a wife, and I try and like rotate between them. And <laughs> You've got a take, plan take
0: a for the, a children. the children. The kids the
1: children have got a rotation yourself. plan. One week's dead, get the full day out of it. And it's just nice to have that because, um, as I said, like, I'm, a, I'm a huge Arsenal awesome fan, and mm. yeah. And uh, my same, same as my family now. My son is four years old, and he, he's getting into it. Really getting into it. Nice. Um, and he's, um, same as my... he's
2: definitely not a Spurs fan. Then. He hates Spurs.
1: That's all I know. He <laughs> hates Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, just the phone. That was me. <laughs>
0: nice shoes. Am I back in? yep like, Arsenal House. S- sorry. Arsenal House. Arsenal. Arsenal House basically, you and your kids.
1: Oh, my kids, and <laughs> everyone. Yeah, that's good,
0: that's good. Uh, you know, another thing, um, I've f- I found that you um, want to play football for us and play for us at the early days. It's true,
1: it's true. Um, to be honest, like growing up for me, uh, as you know, in, in our childhood, yes, I was born in Somalia, grew up, and when you when I came to Britain, age of eight. All I ever saw that before that was football. No one we used to run or anything like that. So for me, it was just, you know, when the World Cup was on or you a know, team were playing, we, we knew the teams. We knew playing since I've everybody tuning in. And as a kid, that's all I ever did, play football outside, come back late. Um, but then when I came to Britain, I wanted to play football rather than do anything else because that was always my dream to just play football have fun with my friends and I, I didn't have any skills though to be honest uh, and I didn't have <laughs> any skills I was just good at running you get, you get past the ball kick it out cross the ball <laughs> and that was it. in the wing. You're
2: the winger, <laughs> do you start as a winger? I start as a winger. The got skills
1: though you, you see that the ball is like doom <laughs> dum, dum. <laughs>
0: I was, I started as a wing, but not that fast like you. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought in the middle, more congestion, where I could stay there and have somebody on my side it was much better.
1: But you you had skills, obviously. You played for Arsenal, Brazil, um, what else? <laughs> but for me, it's like, as I said earlier my, in my career, I honestly thought. I wanted to make as a footballer and I, I, I didn't have the skills and sometimes, you know, you have the talents and we all have talents of something. It doesn't matter what it is. But then it's kind of using that talent and working hard to get, to win win medals or to win, you know, matches or to, to sign up for big clubs. And at that time, I think I was 14, 15, 15 14 at that age. And that's when I realised that, mate, football's not for me because I wasn't good enough and I could see like other people you know making it and I was playing for my local club and um, it was Bedford, Bedford United and at the club and they book I'll play the full game I'll come on but I wasn't I didn't have the instinct I didn't have the reading the game like now I watch it and the more you learn and more I watch obviously my team just more you have understanding and I think sometimes naturally a player has that, you can see it, you can see the game, you can read the game like yourself. You, I, I, I remember watching you, how you control, not the ball control you or something. You, you knew before you get that ball, or you're already thinking ahead. And at that point for me, I didn't have a clue. I was just like, I'm all gonna do, <laughs> kick it out, <laughs> cross the ball, <laughs> and that's the difference.
2: So you're good at everything part about football apart from the actual football. So the right yeah. is basically, if I take the football out, I can win 19 medals. Online. Exactly,
1: I just run around,
0: right? <laughs> 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 you know, you know. Mo, um, for me, it was you know quite natural because I, I grew up in a very little village in Brazil and yeah. uh, play football on the street. You know, with the kids, and then you know, as a Brazilians, it's very common yeah. to play football, grow up in the street, in the small village where I grew up. You know, and then it became a natural process, but. Uh, you know, uh, as you mentioned, the, the good thing. You know, when you you have the the, the feeling that uh, make football was not uh, maybe your something that would be your choice or something you you want to move forward or have success, you you change. You know, you change. And yeah. But before we go for this, you know, because I grew up in a very small village, and uh, I'm curious. Also, always I like to to. Ask this question about the people, about their history. You now, how yeah. uh, was it? You know, when you were a kids, uh, growing up in Somalia, I I don't know if I I would spell right. Mogad- yeah, Mogadishu. I was born. I was born in Mogadishu, which is the capital of Somalia.
1: And oh. I um, I spent from my, my childhood. I was born there, but I grew up in um, in um, in the north, which is Somaliland, that kind of two countries not separate itself, or, or they're trying to. It's been like Ethiopia, Eritrea. So I grew up there, and that's where my family is right now. Like, I have I have a twin brother. He lives there. He's got nine kids. I remember that, uh, yeah. African way. <laughs> I think a lot um, of my
2: information on news has come from um, A League of Their Own. Seriously? The The Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Sorry, my, my, I interrupted. Yeah. Your twin
1: so brother. My brother lives there. Um, my mum's still there. Um, and I grew up. Early part of my years till I was, I think I was about four, and then went to Djibouti, which is uh, just off Somalia, it's a little island. Uh, Djibouti is called, and the speaker, in. and then that's why I spent pretty much till I was eight when I when I came to UK. When I, mean, I came with my brother and, and my mom in the UK, but early age of my of, when I was young, I was just yeah, I was just you know in in Africa life is difficult. Uh, we we were. We weren't hungry or anything, but at the same time, we, we were okay. But, you know, uh, it wasn't as comfortable in the UK or other stuff. So I think as a child, for me, it kind of made me realise what I need to do in life and work and, you know, don't give up. And I think having, bring, having a harder life upbringing probably in shapes you to, be, to do better things. Because now I look at my kids and stuff and I look at it, and they got a lot of toys. They got a lot of stuff, and they they like fortunate enough to live in that life. But at the same time, I'm always trying to teach them not just to be able to say, "Okay, you can have it, you can have that." I want them to be able to learn from, and understand off. You know, there's a lot of stuff, and even myself, uh, my uh, one of the my, one of my twin girls. I was doing some work in 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 India, and I uh, made a pack of all our old clothes. put it in a bag. And then when we went to India, uh, we gave up to the homeless people and the kids out there to just kind of teach her. You know, there's people out there who has nothing who appreciates this, and to, to get in that routine.
2: Was it one man's rags is another man rich? Another man's riches.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a great lesson to teach. Uh, it's to run... true
1: though. Sometimes, like I think, we always get we get carried away in ourselves. I, I don't know. That's just me. I'm such an old school. Sometimes beyond this, beyond that, but we don't go back to basic things of life. And I think some of those basic things in life gets you through a long way in life and you know, simple things. Thank you, appreciate and be grateful and who knows? Which your core kind of core beliefs, I guess, isn't it? You know, family, yeah.
2: hard work. It's the same as Gilberto and I. We've we've spoken about this lots of times and we've spoken about um, that it's quite hard to mo- is it, how hard is it to motivate yourself if you come from a wealthy family you, you may not have that hunger that you have you you Roberto probably had because you haven't had to work for every single thing that you get. No. Um, so, so yes, yeah, so I, I completely get what you're saying about the kids that have not spoiled, but have things that you not never spoiled, had. but it's just, it's, it's different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. i it's, even it's, like it's
1: myself. I, I go, I, when I train with the Africans or go to Ethiopia, Kenya, other places I go, there's kids out there who's smiling, but hungry, hungry. Mm. Like, it's different, you can't give to someone, and I said the same in football, when you watch something, when you watching the team playing well, so well, and you can see that, you can just see it, and sometimes you can see it when it's not quite there because of maybe there's a bit of stuff going on and again.
0: Yeah, that's good. No, it's, um, it's great, you know, because I um, grew up and, uh, you know, I had this experience before, and then you start, you know, then you realize, realize that, oh, football, I don't you know, football, maybe it's not uh, something, but then you start running. And um, how was how, how that transition? Um, because I guess for you, was, uh, for example, in Brazil, most yep. of the kids, the boys, you know, they want to play football. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hard for them if they are not, you know, good to play football. Yep. And so, if somebody tell them, "Oh, try another sport," and they say, "No, I want football," and they try, they try until you know, after a long time, they they realize that. But you, very young, uh, made the decision of change. How was that?
1: Yeah, it was. It was. I think I was lucky enough to have uh, my PE teacher, who was at the school, who always encouraged me to to join the running club. To told me, I was really good. You can win this. Um, if you win this race at an early age, I'll buy you a football kit. I'll buy me a football. i will get a Silver Arsenal kit. Huh? you get a
2: Gilberto <laughs> Silver Arsenal kit if you win this race. <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely. Like, yes, get in there. <laughs> so it was, I think it's um, if it wasn't for him, who encouraged me, who stood by me in a way until I was old enough to make my own mind up and, and to realise, yeah, this is true. Because as a kid, we were only... We are young at the time, and, and you don't know what you're doing, really. And it's important that, you know, you get guidance from your parents or people around you. And if it wasn't for him, I don't think I would have been running, really. And, mm-hmm. But then it's that point where he gets you to that point, and then you realizing, yeah, I am good at running. Maybe what happens if I train a bit more? What happened now? When's the next race? And then, and then getting obviously running. My first trip was to compete for England. And then once you compete for England, you compete for Great Britain. And then once you compete for Great Britain, then you go in like European champs, you go world under 18 and, and, and the youth and, and beyond that. And at that point, that's when I started to realise more and more and I start to enjoy it because it was a trip mm. They take you away and you hang out with that team and it was just nice. So was there like a
2: moment that you kind of, that you can remember that you just went, I'm actually pretty good at this running stuff. Do you, know, do you know was there kind of a thing you went actually go on, I'll, I'll ask another question after that but yeah so was there a moment that you went i'm not bad at this running stuff
1: yeah it's when i when i went um it was the english schools where i was bottom age of the year um and i won in in, in, the, in the top range uh, top, top age group so at that point i was like yeah and then i run, and then they gave me a fest to run for england so at that point that was I'm like yeah
2: nice and what was it? Um, sorry, Gilberto. What was, their, um, what was the moment you went, actually, I reckon I could win a gold medal here. Do you know what I mean? Is that, was, that, is that, was that ever in your thought, sort of thought process? Nah,
1: it was always in my mind. Whatever I do, even now, I don't like to lose. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just part of me. It's just preaching like if Preaching to I the tell... choir. Huh? <laughs> You're preaching to <laughs> the choir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're all the same here. Yeah. I just give it everything. Um, and that's just part of me. And... Um, yeah, I guess.
0: This is yeah. a, as in sports, you know, we, we call it uh, like a winning mentality, mm. you know. It's a winning mentality. The thing, uh, Mo, you know, when to look, you know, to, to, to have this mentality nowadays, you know, in every competition you went you know, over the past years. Now, when you look from, uh, from the, to the past, you know, yeah. uh, your foundation, And they look there and say, I'm an old-fashioned person now because I want to teach my kids. Mm -hmm. The thing, you know, have all this balance, you know, to look to the past and see how the situation moves forward. This drives you to think, oh, you know, I know where I came from. I need to need to improve every time.
1: Yeah, and I also think that when you said you know where you come from, so for you you're not ashamed of anything. You know I mean? we all humans. We can make mistakes. We can't get races wrong. But when I race, not, not throughout my career, not every race has been correct or done stuff. But it's important for you to realise tactically if you got it wrong or mentally if you wasn't just thinking, you know, zing, or you got gone into too confidence. So it's kind of working out and being honest to yourself and actually try and do the work. Like right now, for example, you said, I'm in training camp. I come here. And I was trying to go for the world record, one hour record on September the 4th. But if I stay at home with my family, even though I'm doing the work, I'm not quite physically, mentally, I'm not getting ready for it, if that makes sense. There's a lot of distractions. So it's almost taking yourself away from it. So you can do the work and just, it's what you put in, what you get out of. Mm.
2: Yeah, you come back from training and then you have to do the homework with
1: the kids. Okay. Yeah, you got to pay pay the bills or... Try and organise this or go get the car seat. There's just so much. What's it's life, is I'm sure like yourself. There's never okay. life where, you know, some people see in life, everything is just, you got people doing for you. No. <laughs> I'll go I'll get involved. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, so you I got know. a long way. So you flew for two hours, then drove for three and a half hours just to get away from the family.
1: Just going to the head down
2: have a good sleep tonight, right? We'll not, not tell them. Do not tell. We'll cut that bit, we'll cut that bit out of the podcast.
1: See it, and I'll be in no a doghouse.
0: We'll cut that bit out, mate. Don't worry. We'll cut that bit out. Uh, but this uh, this focus is very important because um, the level you are, you know, uh, you reach, um, it's impossible to think differently. You know, it's, um, I remember... Uh, when, you know, very similar to you, you know, when I'm always, when people ask me, how how do you go for, you know, after achieving things and go for, for the next level, the next competition, how do you feel? I said, you know, the first thing I have in mind you know, is just look on my past, mm-hmm. you know, where I came from. And as you said, I'm not feel ashamed of that. I am feel proud yeah. because, you know, this is what made me strong. Yeah. and this was build up me as a, as a man very early in life you know because um, early in life I had to work and yeah. not because uh, I have to but because I want you know mm-hmm. and then, then you, you discover that you are stronger uh, you know without you know that yeah. and uh, looking to the past you know uh, drove me to, to build up you know step by step my career as well like like yours, this is uh, it's a great gift when we we understand that, understand. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because we don't feel victim of the of the past, the, the difficulties we yeah. had in life, and uh, these difficulties you you think was important to you to build up as a mm-hmm. strong uh, man, uh, but especially uh, mentally, because sometimes quite lonely competition, you know, because you you train alone I don't know how does it work with yeah, dressing. yeah you have dress you boom with the other colleagues how does it work
1: yeah no, as I said like in athletics it can be a lonely sport um, but for me and there's something that I've done throughout my career and then learn and I like to be able to have certain training partners that i got on well got on well with them who can give me some positive energy in terms of uh, there's days like like you, you're tired, you don't feel like going for a run, but you've got, you got your training partner here. He said, Oh, come on, let's just go for a run. We just go for a little short six miles, said seven miles. So it's important that you have sure. people around you. I don't think um, I could walk I six miles at the moment. Seriously, my average daily is about 17 to 18 miles. Jeez. Is, uh, well, I've got a bad
2: back. Gilbert's got bad knees. I can hear, my, I can hear his, his knee twitching. <laughs> the sound of running 17 miles on my back. So I just had a little
0: spasm. That's unbelievable, I mean, so 17 miles. But then how
1: many kick can I do? Sorry. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I, may, I may take my bike and cannot catch you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's still good exercise. It's really good.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, that's that is good, you know. It's like, um, it's, it's important. It's important. I, I think that this kind of mindset is, is always important. And uh, there was uh, any, any moment, you know, for example, you, you, you been, went to a race and then you lost you don't have right and then somehow you know did not work you lost but then you have a feeling still always you have i could have won that
1: yeah yeah there's, there's a lot of stuff in in my early career when i didn't understand myself i used to think and that was just me how i processed it in my mind was like in a race say if you're doing Uh, just say make it short. Say if you're doing a a mile race, which is four laps around the track, and you started the race, you went for it. Um, and even though I'm stronger at the end of races, if I went during that during the race, if I went hard at some point and gave it really good effort and didn't finish, couldn't win, and didn't finish maybe sixth, seventh, or maybe even came fourth. I never used to beat myself up for it. I, I, I told myself, you try. So I've always tried somewhere. But then over time, I've realized, even though I tried, it's not the best tactic, tactic things to do. You'd be better off saving your energy and then going, working something, and then towards the end, you can, you can push, push, and then you can win the race. And then that's how I discovered my tactics, and obviously talking to coach, and you work it in training. But I always felt like, in, just in me, I have to feel the pain. I have to push some point. If I felt, if I felt like I finished the race and felt like I could have done a bit more, I'll beat myself up for it.
2: Yeah, that's when you beat yourself up, like, isn't it? When you know you could have tried harder or you could have done You could have tried harder. Sometimes shit happens, but if you didn't perform to it, that's when you beat yourself up, I guess, right? Yeah. Me talking as if I'm like, an athlete.
1: Yeah, it'll no, be shorter. Sure, <laughs> it. <I> <laughs> you like, <laughs> could have done a little better there yeah and i think the learning biggest learning curve for me throughout my career in a higher level was going into Degu uh yes daegu, uh daegu world championship in 2011. um i went in i was kind of the, i was the favorite for the 10,000 meters um and sh- i should have won the race in terms of tactically uh, if, I, if I'd done that and just waiting a little bit longer and not going 500 minutes to go, yeah, maybe I could have won because 400 minutes to go, excuse me, I just went in hard because I wasn't aware of my opposition. I only, I was aware of three, three guys, which I knew what they're capable of, but the fourth guy, I wasn't aware of him and they'd just gone too hard. And I was like, okay, Olympics coming up 2012 just take it. You made a mistake, made a mistake, went too, went too hard too early. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, you can't change the clock.
2: Yeah, exactly. So it's interesting, one thing you just brought up there that I made a note of, so obviously the race tactics and football tactics. So do you, in much the same way as Gilberto having a game before Man United, either yeah. they sit down, have a team meeting, go through tactics for the week, drill them, practice them. Do you have a similar thing where you look at the opposition or the race yeah. or the altitude? Is it something that you analyse the whole thing
1: yeah. So, in in myself, and I've something I've just built over the years. And um, and for me, the more I know, more information I have about you, more what you like, what the t- what you could do, what happens if you certain races, what have you done your previous races. The more I'm understanding, the more I can play good cards with you. <laughs> if that makes right, sense. It's fascinating. Yeah. So it, and the same the same in the racing. So, the more you are aware of your opposition.
2: Hmm. So, do you? Really, sorry, Mike Yeah. So would, would you have your tactics and you'd be like, do you know what? This is my tactics. I'm Mo Farah. And this is what I'm doing. Or would you go, right, he's going to go hard to begin with. This guy's going to have a strong middle bit. This guy, I'm obviously talking real basics and layman terms. Yeah, yeah. So Thanks for sticking with me. Uh, is it, do you kind of take into their tactics and go, right, I know he's going to go. So I've just got to keep pace with him until he's finished. Is this, and then, and, and talk the, us through like a race tactics, please, if you don't mind.
1: So, so in don't the give race, everything away, obviously. Yeah, but. yeah but it's true though. But, but I think everybody knows now what I'll do kind of well, last quite, lap yeah. going into it don't yeah, well, hopefully i won't. i haven't lost as much speed as i used to have yeah. which is a good thing but i think yeah. everybody kind of knows what i'm going to do anyway to, towards end of races end of races i'm stronger finishing fast towards the end but it's important beforehand you kind of stay patient don't go too hard early on control someone might someone let's say for example there's two guys in the team and one of the guys might make sacrifice for the other guy. And it mm-hmm. happens a lot. And, and particularly it? the Ethiopians and the Kenyans do that on purpose in terms of they don't want you to beat them. So they'd rather this guy takes you out uh, so mm-hmm. his mate can win. It so like it, one. It works. Yeah, <laughs> take him out, let him, let him through. <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah, because I remember, I remember 2012. Um, so I live in a tiny village uh, just outside of Brighton. And it's exactly what you think of it when you think of a tiny little country village. <laughs> Yeah. And we were all, uh, when the weather's nice, everyone descends to the local cricket clubs. It's basically a massive area where you can have a cheap beer, basically. And I remember the whole pub, there must have been 400 people at this cricket club, which is almost half the village, wedged into the cricket club to watch your final. And the place erupted as loud yeah. as when uh, Beckham scored the free kick against Greece to get it through to mate. It was. Unbelievable! It was unbelievable. Beer, and it, you know you see the clips of beer flying. It was genuinely yeah. like that. And I've never, I've never been personally so excited about a race as I have. And I've never <laughs> seen other people before that look like they've never run in their life before, but it.
1: So mate, it was. Yeah. I kind of get goosebumps as I'm talking about it. It's um yeah. And no, no, it's, it's just as I said. It's like Tim. It's, it's amazing. I you know myself. If, if someone said to you you would ever win a gold medal, you would have a couple of gold medals. You will live in the UK. Um, you will be knighted by the Queen
2: mm. yeah alright yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. you, you I'll, I'll say to you I'll take one thing all yeah. of them so but it, it just it just happened and as I said like it just happened but at the same time it's like it's important that like, you're still hungry and, and still want it because there's a certain point in our lives where you question yourself it's like is it the right thing? Is it, is it? you start to get you know, get bit of not lazy, but just feel like different, and that's one of the reason why I kind of stepped away from the track, gone to the marathon, because I felt like I wasn't as motivated mm. as I was mm. in 2017. When I finished 2017, I was just like, I'm not as motivated. Let me try a little different, and I tried the marathon. Mm-hmm. Done okay, uh, not great. Done okay, mm-hmm. um, but now when I want to come back to the track, and I miss the track, and I I feel like yeah and I, as I get that buzz and it's important mm. you get that buzz for whatever we do mm. uh, you know I mean I, I, I remember even watching Arsenal go back to football Giberto is watching them I used to get the buzz and we get that buzz it's important I think anything we do we get that buzz you get that you get that feeling. Mm.
2: So did you ever see Gilberto play? Yes <laughs> Right. So you had to say that as on his
1: podcast, didn't you? <laughs> no, 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 even that. Even TV, if you are watching that, you watch matches every day, because you are.
0: Ah, you. know this. Um, it's great to this insight to grows uh, more because um, think you know because you you have reached you know, the, the top of the top.
1: Yeah.
0: You know when uh, an athlete uh, reaches this point. Everyone starts to ask me, what's left? Yeah. What, you know, what what do you want more for your career? But I think this mentality, you know, of uh, always push yourself. What's, you know, trying to find out what's the next level after this? I need to push myself. And uh, when things may, does not go right, and then just step back a little bit and think differently how you are, you have a new approach to, you know, one step further. Yeah,
1: is, yeah. Uh, yeah I think it's been patience, been understanding yourself and, and being in love with what you do. I think that's what gets me through every day. If I didn't enjoy it, then you won't do it. As you said, like sometimes we'll be in a training camp uh, when I go to Ethiopia, particularly. Sometimes there'll be no hot water, you're staying in, in not in a good hotel, but you've gone there for the elevation and you're away from your family. And when I'm at home, I live in a comfortable house. With, or my family so it's yeah. that bit you know and most some people could say to me i remember one journalist come over and he was like you, you live there yeah you gotta live there why are you doing this like he was looking at me but i i, I just love what i do and in order for me to be successful and to continue to a high level then you have to operate there by the time if you don't want to continue to that level then you stay at home get comfortable and see what happens so and do you kind of need
0: that hurt? Do you kind of need that you hurt? yeah you need that, that hurt. you, you yeah. need that pain? I think the pain, you know, normally for us, it is a good friend. It's not a bad friend. Unless if you are injured, then it's a different story. That's,
1: that's a bad one. Now, that's pain, a, I'll call that the the lonely place, the injury.
0: Yeah.
1: Because when you get injured, you're going through all kind of stuff in your mind. In yourself, you doubt in yourself Are you're going to get back. And, and also, like, you're not you're not as popular as anymore as like you know what i mean people because you they don't see you um your phone goes quiet and that's a lonely lonely place so it, it is a lonely place and i think um early on in my in my career i had two big injuries and i remember just waiting for my phone to like, see all my friends to uh, caught if they're going to call me or are they going to say you're going to come out or do something And slowly, I end up with having about four or five people. And I was like, and then later on, you get back into that level again, and then you're like, whoa. And it's important that you realize that. And also, uh, I know in in reality, what goes up must come down. And sometimes what up here might might go up. So it's just
0: understanding. I think this is a very tough time for all athletes, you know, because um, unfortunately, our career. It's very short. Very short. Yeah, we have uh, a serious injury. You know, it's in our mind sometimes very difficult to know to handle this situation. You know, this is um, a kind of a strong mentality we may have to overcome and uh, to keep uh, going our career. How have you dealt uh, with this? You know, this when you have the injuries. Uh, You know, you doubt yourself or it may not going to work again you have any mm-hmm. any doubts about it
1: yeah for sure and i think it depends what kind of injury it is but the, the bigger injury you get the harder it is to come back because obviously it's a, it's a massive injury but then there's that there's that doubt you go through yourself you're like am i going to be back to that level what happens if i don't come back uh, cushions of you there's a lot of, a lot of stuff going in your mind but for me what really did it for is having a faith having a belief, in, and believing things happen for a reason I never like to think something just happens it's just having faith and leaving it to you know up there and 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 having that got me through in life I think with simple things um, but then also you being associated with certain Person in your life, for example, if it's if it's my wife who gets you through, who's who's positive. If it's your dad, if it's your you know your coach who now and then just knows he's seen it. You are okay? You are okay? You're not okay, but just to tell you that, you know, it's it's the same thing. You no matter who we are, both of us, we have same feeling as Tim. But we've just because we've done something or we've done something that people say that's Telly. Automatically, in people's mind, I think sometimes they see as us as up here, and that's sometimes hard. It's nice that they see you there, and I can understand that if I saw you, I'd be like,
0: ah, so excuse me, <laughs> but
1: at the same time, it's like having that. We're all humans. Hmm.
0: <laughs> no, this for me uh, was quite hard, and you know, I didn't have many injuries, but I had two main injuries, and the last one, and I'm still feeling it. In my mind. <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> Who but, was it? But it's in the was end of my particular game, huh? you
1: for any injuries. Did you remember any particular player, certain time, a bit more rough? I remember obviously when at the time Roy Keane was. I was going to say Roy Keane. Roy Keane, uh, definitely. Roy Keane. It was the Roy Keane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ending careers all over the place. That bloke. <laughs> I think my battle against him was not. Very hard, ask him and Patrick Vieira.
1: No, no, but yeah.
0: (laughs) I I chose uh, post-code to battle against him. (laughs) But uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Of course, uh, play against Monster United was always hard. Um, Especially because they had a very good team, strong team, and uh, right in, in the other side. You know, it's like for us having Patrick Vieira. You know, two yeah. leaders of each team, and uh, you have to be ready for, for those type of challenges. Yeah. You know that the game is going to be hard. Right? If you're not ready for the challenges, you know, be so, hard
1: and, yeah.
0: and uh, make some tackling because on that time, uh, I remember going there was so hard. You know, have a few good battles there. I always yeah. enjoyed that. And the more the game was physical, more I enjoyed that. More yeah, we enjoyed it's the bus. So it's part of the, our nature, you know, to face all these challenges. And, um, you know, of course, you know, at some point, you, we get some injury. As I mentioned, I have a few injuries in my career. You know, yeah. and that when I have a, bad, a bad, um, bad injury, it's always, you know, or when I go back, somebody will, be, will take my place. <laughs> I don't know yeah, how to.
1: yeah.
0: But, you know, yeah. for me... Uh, the tactics I always use was uh, not put attention on football because no. when I had at house, I had a back injury. I stayed six months out. I yeah. could do nothing. The first thing for me, the, the, the learning process for me was first thing. I can't do nothing about it. You know, just forget a football about football for the moment. Yeah. You know, I put it football away and concentrate the family and my yeah. recovery. And uh, then in the learning process about studying, read a yeah. book or trying to do some something else that occupy my mind because the problem yeah. is here. Yeah, yeah. because uh, you can, you can, the problem can be small, but you, you can create a monster inside yeah, of it.
1: Yeah, because we, we, it all depends how much we think about it. Even if, as you said, like the game is like just going back into that certain game, sometimes people we're all different but some people like my training partner for example, like we were doing exactly the same thing, he'd be ready, something else but in, in the mind we work differently so in I know in his mind he's like you have to always do more but it's not necessarily always do more sometimes by you doing more it's not, it's not the right thing it's, you get more at the time, it's more being understanding yourself and understanding that I just do two more sessions. Yeah, I could get just over the hill and overtrain a little bit, but it's also understanding and just being a bit more clued up, if that makes sense. And everyone is different.
2: You mentioned the yeah. training partners earlier, and you've said you've got a couple that you really like to work with. Is that because they know when to give you a foot up the arse and when to give you kind of an arm around <laughs> the shoulder? Like, like, to take a footballing kind of quote, you kind of know they, they know you quite well. And they know how to get the best you because I guess as a training partner, it's not just pushing you and running, making no. you run or whatever. It is understanding when yeah. you're just going to go, oh, I've had a row with the wife and I can't I don't yeah. to do it today. They just go, get your shoes on, Mo. And they actually, yeah. well, let's just do a light one today. Do you know what I mean? I'll say I'm dumbing it down so that I can understand it. Um, but is that as important as the training partner, as someone who's yeah, really no, fit sure. and going to push you physically?
1: Yeah, no, 100% is, is, is important as that's training as the mentally. And uh, I think it's important that you have that. That person knows you, uh, or you know that you've got on well with them, you're having a laugh. You, you get things out of your chest and you're just, just cracking away and whilst you're cracking a joke through, and then the train goes faster. Yeah. You yeah, get exactly. through it, and some, by the time you realise, you're like, man, we've spent the last six weeks in this camp. It's gone quick, really. Mm. And that's, and why that's it, just that.
2: That's why I'd write parlour in. I also ch- dressing room. Make life got <laughs> a bit
1: easier.
0: <laughs> 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 but, um, It's the same, you know, having a good dressing room, the guys around. Of course, some guys are more serious, and some others, you know, they can make make a joke, but uh, make uh, the time uh, really, really fun, really really enjoyable. I think this is part of sports as well, because uh, one good thing, you know, for example, when people ask me about the Brazil team, uh, was um, because they see us always having fun in the training session. Mm -hmm and joke to each other, have laughing. But when you have to work, you know, just Series, focus. Yeah. And I always tell people that we had fun, play football, see, uh, play serious football. Yeah. You, know, you, can, uh, you can relax and have a good balance in what do you want to achieve. But also, you know, uh, when you have to focus, just do whatever you can and push yourself as much as you can.
1: Yeah and, I, and I also I think everyone's different I guess also like we're lucky enough you know we travel around the world we've seen different culture, different countries and, and different things and over time I think what really kind of stood out for me is just like how we all all human but at the same time different, They're different like you know, I went to Rio de Janeiro. Uh, obviously got great great memories there, <laughs> yeah.
2: but came bubbly, back with some souvenirs, came back with two yeah, souvenirs.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't say I wouldn't say on the broadcast here. Yeah, there's been a couple of... <laughs> no, I meant gold,
2: I meant gold medals.
1: meant <laughs> couple of gold medals. But it was just the atmosphere, different and, 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 and different thing. But if you're not expecting of something to be what it is at home, then it is far more easy and relaxed. But that, I think sometimes the expectations, that what we put on ourselves to go, have to be as good as that, have to be. Which uh, I think it suits me and it suits other people, like being more relaxed and let me chill out. Actually, it's easier.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it's um, when people see, you know, you maybe they saw me many times and maybe think, oh, Mo is a lucky guy, you know, He's, uh, he reached the top. But uh, people sometimes don't understand, as you mentioned before, the difficulties you have to. You had in your career, and you know, to achieve all these things, what was um, you know all the race you have? You know, let's say I don't know how many. Yeah. But uh, what was the most difficult race you 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 have in memory? You know, you
1: the race. Yeah,
0: you have one difficult. difficult, difficult, difficult. Any? You, you it can be any. Yeah. You One or not?
1: Yeah, I think that, that, like. The, the the difficult one one was, I think London, London was um, was the most difficult one. And the reason why it is, um, I'll tell you about it. Was um, the previous Olympics in Beijing, I didn't even make the final, so I got knocked out to semi final. So you 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 run the heat, they they run two heat two heats, and top four top four go through each heat and four fastest losers. And I wasn't top four when I wasn't the fastest four losers. So I didn't make it. And I remember telling myself, being so disappointed and telling myself, next Olympics, I need to do something. I'm going to do something. I'm going to train, I'm going to train each year, each year. And Olympics can only come runs every four years once. And then at that point, we got we got the bid to go, to host it in London, and I didn't think of too much about it, and was through through. And then being a poster boy leading up to Olympics, i like where I am now in the South of France, so I'll uh, base myself here for the training camp, leap before the Olympics, and lock everything up. I wasn't watching any of the TV or newspaper. I was just kind of just focusing that, and I came in two days before my race, and I remember someone saying to me that two days beforehand. Uh, he said to me, your life is going to change If 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 you overturn this If you win this or do something great here Your life is going to change I was like, ah, ha, ha, have a laugh And just messing around Because I, ne- I never visioned that I never thought that that part And then arriving in the UK uh, Got off the bus and seen everyone And then turning up to Olympic Stadium Just a training run And then going in Taking a deep breath in and going whole country's watching me, whole country's watching me. And it's so easily you could have gone the other way where you go, the whole country's watching me, everyone expect me to win because I've done well the year before that and I came so close winning the gold. And it's the Olympics and and I think in, in normal people would have sometimes fought different and gone, can't quite do it. And maybe, maybe it wouldn't come through, but in my mind, that was the hardest moment of my career and, and, and thinking, what would happen if I didn't?
0: Mm. Uh, it's, it's amazing. I think this, uh, this mindset uh, you know, the, to concentrate in the home soil. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is tough because, um, for, for example, uh, in the World Cup in Brazil in football, You know, we had uh, two editions, and two editions for us went wrong. And the last one, terrible wrong against Germany. You know, for me, it's very painful. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I I can imagine, you know, if you are there, play home, you know, if I was one of those players, playing here and being knocked very badly by the opponent. And um, I think this is tough, especially because you are, in front of your own funds:
1: H- Home, yeah. And I guess, yeah, and then in that race thinking, pff, the little doubts come in your mind, but clearing up as quick as possible going, no, nah, no, nah. they're here to do, they're only supporting me, they're not supporting everyone else. And then to kind of turn it into a positive. Mm. That was
2: the new reason. I guess there's some similarities between you, well, lots of similarities between you, but one of them is, I just kind of dawned on me that, obviously, Jabber won the Olympics, uh, no, Jabir won the World Cup, which is every yeah. four years and you win the olympics every four years is it kind of does it how soon do you start thinking about giberto Gilber- the world cup how soon do you start thinking about the olympics is there any kind of similar thing
1: olympics is the, it's, it's the same as the world cup it's the biggest as you get so even you just go into olympics a big deal because mm. each one of us dream of, of you you not know, doing that and they're same as, as footballers and everything else but then you to win it once you win it you're not thinking the next one you're just thinking take taking that in and then year by year just it, just let it come to you rather than you go into again olympic olympic Gotta do it. <laughs> you only do that when you're so disappointed i think when you win it's not quite the same if that makes mm. sense I, I remember doing london and then rio when it came to rio it was just i, I never saw it as as long, how I saw it, with London. Well, you're not
2: going to get any better than that, are you? The Olympics no. are in your hometown, no,
1: uh,
2: home city. Jeeba, um, was it was it the same with you? When did when did you? Obviously, you played the 2002 World Cup finals and 2006. What? When did you start thinking about the World Cup? Was it 2001,
0: 2000? Um well, for me, it was uh, slightly different because um, I came uh, into the team I'm you know, a bit late. Uh, the team was doing the preparation for the, the World Cup back in 2002, you know, uh, since, you know, and I arrived in 2001 in the qualification, the last two games of the, the qualification South America and play, I think, the first game against Bolivia in altitude, <laughs> we lost yeah. 3-1 and you know, we decide our place in the competition in the last game at home against Venezuela. Then we won and rest. You know, okay, we are in the competition. Then, when I got selected um, for the national team, you know, it was a big thing for me because uh, we, we had uh, many good big players and big names in my position. And I was there, I was doing very well here in Brazil. And um, but we, we arrived there, focusing on what we have to do, you know, very quiet because. Nobody paid much attention on us you know, because we qualified in the last minutes and they left us alone. Yeah, it, was fantastic. it was fantastic, like you there now, you know, being alone, just concentrating mm-hmm. on your job, what you have to do. And therefore, uh, Scolari and everyone had time to work, you know, and the folks and everything. I think this was very important for us, having this time. Not everyone put pressure on us and pay attention. Differently from 2006, 2006, um, many people call us as the favorites and uh, we didn't have the same focus. You know? the, the camp was not the best one, not very good in terms of uh, for, uh, for us to, prep, to prepare, too busy, you know? a lot of noisy, you know? too, too much in the, in the training session of the fans. But I think it seems like uh, we had a very good team, but we lost the concentration. Once you, you are not there here mentally, everything is over. You know, in spite of the fact you, you may have a good team, I believe uh, the team of 2006 looked uh, much stronger than the 2002. But the mentality was totally different.
2: Well, I was going to say there was um, a story in, in much similar to, to yours, Mo, that you lost in 2008 and that kind of drove you on to win in 2012. Yeah. Gilberto while well, he didn't play in '98 when Br- Brazil lost to France, a lot of the team that lost to France in '98 were playing in the 2002. And I remember you, Gibi, you telling me that Roberto Carlos gave a big, passionate speech at the beginning of the tournament, saying, "I don't want to cry again. I yeah. don't want yeah. to cry again. Let's leave it all here." Um, and again, so there's similar, again, more similarities mm-hmm. to it. Again, that it's the pain. It's the pain. The that pain. You through. It's The pain.
1: Otherwise, what's the point? Why would you want to? If someone's, if it's so easy, everybody be doing the same thing or winning exactly. that same thing. So it's the same thing that said to ourselves. Most successful athletes, successful businessmen, other stuff, is the people who think beyond and think. Don't give up. Don't mm. give it a bit more. And I, I'm one of those people who believe. Give it for everything. Get it. Something will stick to it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Who are your reference? In sports or in life. Sorry? Sorry, signal cheaper. Who are your reference? Oh in sports or in life? Who are your main reference? Items. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can yeah. be a, any other person or uh, reference in sports or in life, you know, you think oh I've learned a lot with these these yeah, people.
1: I think, my, I think my, mostly my mum's taught me a lot of stuff as, as childhood and as someone's, I'll never forget one of her comments always said to me, be adapting, which meant for us in Somali means, uh, uh, adapting means, don't expect everything to be around you, evolve around you. If you going from England, don't expect when you go to another country just to be like, the place to be just like England. You have to be adapting. And I think the quicker you realise, and more you actually take that as that, it's easier it is because you're, ex- you're not expecting anything other than what you, what, what you get or what you see,
2: yeah. which is... I guess learning that the world doesn't revolve around you.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, what? <laughs> it doesn't, does
2: it? Unfortunately not. I'm nearly 40. and yeah. I'm
0: just starting to realise that.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. In our, for us as well... In football, you have to to adapt to, to, to the place you go you know, the culture, and I remember going to to England first uh, time I've been I, I played in Europe, you know yeah. without uh, without speak the language I was twenty five, you know you, you find difficult but um, yeah. you know I have one thing in mind. Listen, uh, I want to to do things well, but I have to adapt here. I have yeah. to learn the language. I have to understand a little bit of the culture to be part of of, uh, of the environment otherwise yeah. i suffer i would not just
1: it just, just goes crazy yeah was it easy for you to learn english
0: well, well I, I was very determined honestly yeah. because uh, at the beginning i used to do 10 hours of lessons you know two hours a day you know from monday to, to friday until uh, the, the competition starts. You know, uh, I think the important uh, aspect for me, yeah. uh, but that very well in England was, yeah. imagine for me, for example, I was, I, I just became a world champion. With, went to England. It would be yeah. easy for me arriving there and say to myself, oh, I'm the champion. Yeah. Everything is fine, I'm going, I, I will arrive, I will play, blah, blah, blah. But no, I I put on my mind that I have to start from zero again, mm-hmm. you know, in a different country. I have to learn the language. Yeah. I have to understand you know, the football, how yeah. I was played in England. With this mindset, you know, I was open to learn. Yeah. When you are open to learn, I think it's a lot easier. A lot and easier. Um, you know, I, I, I said to myself, I may not adapt well in football, this, is, this can happen, but you can try. In four years, I think I have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> That's how the contract was. Yeah. <laughs> four years, at least. And, uh, but um, I would not leave this country without learning the language.
1: Yeah,
0: I think uh, having this mind was easy for me, you know, to, to absorb the culture. I, I was very curious to learn. I, I want to learn, you know. M- nice. it's
1: amazing because even for me like I came to eight not speaking a word of English but I was only eight years old so it's easier when you're eight years old because you pick up I'm, and I'm still learning
2: <laughs> I think all three of us are mate don't worry about that <laughs>
1: are we are from Wales no, no. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: alright one nil one nil that's how we're playing it is it well because we had uh, we had Eddie on the podcast last week uh, and I asked him I said what was it like Gilberto coming in, into the room because he's a very humble of yeah. quite at least quietly spoken man uh, and I said, was he kind of, how was he? Was he nervous or anything? Because Gilbert said that no, I was nervous. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was going to Dennis Bergkamp, uh, Patrick Vieira, Thierry Henry, all these players. And I was a bit nervous getting there. So I asked Eddie what his side of the thing was. So he went, just won the World Cup. We were nervous about him coming in. You know, was he going <laughs> to yeah. take spots? You know, so it's interesting to hear both sides, both sides of the story. Yeah, um,
0: yeah that's great. So, uh, Mo, uh, you know, as um, we got are- very close to an end, you know, it's... Yeah, done enough traveling, <laughs> sorry. <Absolutely. laughs> that works. Now, one curious thing, you know, I asked yeah. that day to Robert you know, you've been knighted by the Queen, you know, it's all oh, what you have done, such amazing thing. You know, it's, uh, it's unbelievable what I have done. You know, it's, uh, I, I think... Um, when you look back, you see all your career... Do you figure out what
1: you have done? No. I, I, you, you, sometimes you have to be honest with yourself. And some, some, there's times where you just having a hard day and you, you just find an old DVD or old race and you watch him and, and it gets you through. And that normally get, gets me through, but I, I haven't really thought too much about it. And I think the day when I hang up and you're away from it, and you're on the other side. I think that's when you realise what you've done. But I know, I just feel like proud to know that, you know, you have you, you achieved all that things and also to know what you, where you come from and what you, when you come to UK, you, you, you're nothing. And to, to know what you have achieved and what you gave back as a, a country. And I think that's it. And other things really got it it makes me happy and proudest my family mm. means everything to me we mm. you know when i see my kids and 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 seeing that and then knowing that they're happy i think that's what
2: mm.
1: that Gosh. what that's what makes me like well i'm a good dad i'm a good dad <laughs>
2: mate that's yeah. where it all starts from isn't it all else is, is irrelevant if you're a shit dad right
1: Yeah, exactly and uh, i think over time later on we'll look back and go yeah um, oh yeah did good all right there but at the same time it's one thing that I'm so proud and honored to be able to know in that when you came to the UK you, you, I was looking at buildings like wow this house that just to see lights in the streets and and, and go through and, and knowing that to knowing what, what I know now and what I've achieved is just mm. yeah incredible well, I remember
2: Jiba you telling me the story of when you took um, your youngest daughter to the Emirates just before you went back to Brazil before the lockdown and she was walking around going dad why is there a picture of you on the wall <laughs> and then <they> come <laughs> up and asking for photos and things it must be really I always think it's really kind of how what goes through a kid's mind when they go yeah. their dad are, that, we're all fathers here so we uh-huh. obviously used to Acting like an idiot just to make the kid laugh, right? Yeah,
0: we do. So we're goofy. We basically... goofy is
2: probably a great thing just to make them laugh <laughs> and make sure they're loved, right? But then what does a kid think when you're out in the street and they go, oh, it's my phone? You can hear him talking, it's my phone. Go and get a photo, go and get a photo. Well, it's Gibraltar Silver, it's Gibberto Silver. How do your kids uh, respond? Do they, do they kind of think it's two people? It's go. what do you want a photo with my dad for? He's wearing his pants on his head half an hour ago. Do you know, <laughs> know what I mean?
1: <laughs> it's in <a robot.
2: laughs> oh, Yeah, it's um,
1: for me, it's like when they see that one of, one of my daughters, I've got, I've got my oldest daughter, she's 14, and she understands and she's been part of the whole stuff. My twins are eight, and one of them is a massive fan of me. She's so <laughs> she's, she's proud that I'm her dad. Amazing. and she just, She's just in her, and everything I go into it, she's so sweet. She's like, proudy, Dad, it doesn't matter if you finish second or last. Wherever you finish, I'm proud of you. she just genuinely, are oh, happy for me. Yeah. Was well, your other twin? She asked questions. How come you didn't come last? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like,
2: so between them, they're the perfect daughter, the child. Sorry,
1: And my son <laughs> is just like he's just mad for. Mad for.
0: Oh, with me sometimes it's funny. You know, um, my my little daughter, she's thirteen. I have three, uh, yeah. three kids: one one boy, eighteen and the middle daughter 17 and the little one 13. Last time, you know, I've been to, to the Emirates with her, was, was quite nice, you know, really nice, yeah. uh, bring her after football because the middle daughter, uh, you know, she, she, she followed most of the path, you know, when we, we were in London. Yeah. Sometimes she, she, you know, don't like my football because she said to me once, uh, football took my dad away from me. <laughs> oh,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, uh,
0: yeah. I had to do this. But the funny thing that they happened, um, I never have done, I think it was the first time after um, Brazil won the World Cup in back 2002, I watched the, the entire game. After all yeah. these years. You know, I think it was this year, last this year. And uh, my kids was with me, and the little one suddenly came. Look at me, look at TV. Oh, this is strange. Me and you there. Was that before no. she
1: was
2: born as well? No. Sorry? that was before she was born as well. No.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Before us. Yeah. No, but I was gonna ask you know just you know, to to finish our, you know about the family. But you said you know I think family uh, is everything for us you know because. Um, Everything we have done, think about uh, giving them, um, you know, what they mean for us, you know, yeah. so to give some, something back to them. And I'm sure everyone is really proud of you. Yeah, and,
1: no, uh, all a, even, even for you, mate. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's, we're just different things. different, good at different things. I wish I was good at football. Huh? <laughs> it's funny
2: isn't it different lives and different skill sets yeah. is there any question you wanted to ask your birth, so, about Arsenal or a player or an incident
1: or I, I, what I wanted to ask you about, a little bit about Arsenal yeah sure and um, I don't know it's just my opinion and what I what I observe I see the team's doing well Mikel Arteta obviously played for Arsenal uh, I, I think he's a great manager we've got a lot of youngsters but just sometimes it just feels like I don't know we just need Two or three key big players who could control it. And it could be maybe two at the back where we just kind of, you know, they're the savior, that you know nothing's going to get past them. And then you've got that midfield, and then we can hold on to Lacazette or or, or Yang and then build it around. But do you think that? Or do you think we can just keep bringing, like Zaka, he's been doing great, he's so young, and I met him at the training ground when I was, you know, when I spent a bit of time with him. And to see him come through is amazing. And, uh, you know, he's a great player. I've got a lot of time for him. But what do you think we need? I just feel like, as a, as a fan, I'm watching see it. And, and as a sportsman, I look at it. And I don't know. I just, my mind tells me, all the things, but I don't know babies. It it's
0: no, 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 you're right. You're right. I think I also know the last few years I've missed some key players. Um, to keep Keep them in the, in the high level. They mm-hmm. the deserve and the fans deserve. And obviously, you know, I've been I've been told a lot about it. in uh, the interviews I gave to people now with now now podcast. For me, uh, you know, two centre backs, yeah, and two cent- uh, one central midfield, maybe another number eight. Because yeah. up front, I, I looked, our Arsenal looked very strong. And um, I think on the side, I think we have uh, good players. Jenny and yeah.
1: Zach is doing well. He's very
0: versatile. I really like him. Yeah. And you know, he's hold depression. You know, play yeah. for us playing in Premier League. He's but so I, young I, too. Exactly. Very young. Very young. And uh, yeah. it's just play football naturally. This yeah. I love this. You know, they are they have the courage to try. And uh, like us, for example, when we were young, try go for it. You know, I love this, uh, this courage for these young kids. But I, definitely, uh, what I've been the last few few years, basically, Awesome, need strength yeah. uh, at the back, one central midfield. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna say you now. Many make any comparison, but do the job. Um, me, and Patrick, have done some other plays. You have, seen yeah, but you,
1: like, that's my, what I mean. Like, when you, when you were there, you I could watch that game and knowing that you're going to hold it no matter what. And it, 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 if we didn't hold it, something happened it only happened last minute, it, it, it never happened earlier. There was never any goals watching error. We scored, but we never conceded. And if we did concede it, it was almost maybe like after half time, it was never straight away, you got the hold of it. As long as you can get hold of the, the game within the first 10, 15 minutes and pick yourself up and do a dum-dum, that was it. It was just that start.
0: Yeah. that's no, true. I think in um, uh, many games I have watched Arsenal, it seems a little bit lack of confidence because in uh, many, many situations, they concede quite a early goal or made a few mistakes. Still, yeah. And suddenly, you know, I, you don't see them enjoy football, you know. The, the pressure was there, and they could not play easily, and uh, the opponent put pressure. It's not the yeah. same. But, uh, for example, not uh, going back to the game yeah. yesterday, and today yeah. is like a very good day for us to have a conversation about Austin, because yesterday <laughs> had a game. <laughs> uh, uh, last uh, weekend, we were very disappointed. We best. were good. You know, last against Spurs, for example, I was yeah. very disappointed because they had a very good game. They yeah. controlled the game, a good possession, but you know, mistakes, cost mistakes. Them. Yes. And but the then rest- on
1: Liverpool, the other hand, last night, there was it last night, no, yeah. it was the night before. Yeah. Last yeah, night. yeah.
0: You see, then yesterday, yeah. um, they they didn't have the best game. Maybe their best game. Liverpool. You know, it's very difficult to, to talk about. Yeah, because. <laughs> <got it. laughs> They are at the top. But they, yeah. they, they, they control the game, they, they were in Arsenal's half and controlling, you know, they they, they have the most of possession, but he scored first goal and then two mistakes cost them three points and asked to, to get yeah. the advantage job. But I must say, um, they were very solid. Yeah, you know, they panic when they, they concede the goal. They, yes they kept playing and uh, the mistakes happened, they score after the second mistake, they score again and didn't give anything to Liverpool. Yeah. And this is what, you know, for us, as a fan, we want yeah. to see them. They want to see the energy. Yeah, the energy, you No, know, the yeah. the attitude inside the pitch. I think this is what we, 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 we see, that we, we want to see uh, yeah. from all the game. This is great. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'll see you at the Emirates for sure, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Hope to see you soon. my friend.
1: You you are in London? Are you in London? No.
0: No. I, I just I'm I'm in Brazil at the moment. I was okay. in London since last September, okay. but uh, I came in March to stay for two weeks and still here in Brazil.
1: <laughs> no problem. We'll, not, we'll come back uh, September. I'll be back September. So yeah, if you have to come back before September,
0: uh, after September, that's uh, not. Nah, nah, but for sure I'll have a, an opportunity you know, to, yeah. to go back to London soon. And I hope okay. when I, I go back, I have a chance to, to say thank you to you. In person. No, no, no
1: worries, Danny. <laughs> yeah.
0: Great. You can swap, swap shirts.
1: Swap shirt. <laughs> Brazil shirt. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fantastic. Oh, thank you. I know how to thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. No problem. Pleasure. Good. good luck for you, you know, in this okay. tournament and then the competition you have ahead of you. You know, one thing uh, I, you know, I've, I've heard of uh, Marcel Said a few years when I was thinking about yeah. football when I was 31 years of age. Because yeah. I went to Greece for three years, contract And I, I told him in the airport in, uh, in Paris, I said, yeah. I'm going to Greece because for three years, contract after that, I'm going to stop. He said to me, I never forgot it. And he said, Enjoy football as much as you can, because oh. once you finish, is gone. It's, oh, it's gone. You know? Enjoy as much as you can. Run, Enjoy. It. Make mercy, man. it. has it. gone. Well done for everything. You yeah. are such an inspiration, person for all of us. You know, we didn't talk about uh, what to have done because for me, you know, we can read these people can read this. You know, I yeah. I really want to uh, absorb you. You know. Uh, listen for you your stories you know the things you have gone through i think this for me was was great because i i then i learned a lot of things with you today all the best to you okay thank thank you you mate i'll be here to the
1: family most important thing and see you later tim
0: all the best all
1: right take care bye bye
0: okay bye bye